Inspiration, Adventist Reflections. Now, to discuss character building ideas, here is your host, Dr. Denzi. Hi family, welcome back to episode 9 on this series on how to understand the Bible. The title of today's episode is part 2 of the creation account. But I have chosen to name it creation versus the rest. But no, we will not be speaking about the rest that God instituted, also known as the seventh day Sabbath, for us to keep it holy as he did too. This episode is about reflection on how in today's society around the world, the creation account seems to be mostly rejected and misunderstood by both Bible and non-Bible believing people alike. Last episode, we spoke about the Sabbath as one of the institutions established by God during the account of creation. When you think about it, from the beginning he made things and divided the times into days, and in doing so he prepared the way for the account of the seventh-day Sabbath. It was all part of a master plan, something that only God could have come with. In like manner, God had other plans for us. In fact, he had other plans for most of his creation. Two things come to mind here. God gave the ability to life and living organisms to reproduce, to bring back life from life. If you believe in a God that is almighty, the God of the Bible, then you got to believe that the breath of life comes from Him. This is a special privilege given to the creatures He designed and gave life to. The other premise here is the idea found in Genesis that God made mankind to his image. The Bible says male and female, he created them. This is important. Either the Bible is weird and out of date, in which any case, it cannot be the word of God. Or we have, at some point in time, messed up the original intentions of God. The reality here is that, at least in Christianity... There cannot be a justification of the many things that we believe in do today, and we cannot justify our attempts to align the Bible with some unintended or completely absent message in the Bible. You see, think about it. This creation account is crucial for all our understandings of the rest of Scripture because in finding God creating Adam and Eve, we find a God that commands his people to go and procreate, to fill the earth with his goodness, with other human beings of his own likeness. It is here that God created the other fundamental institution that allows us to understand God, his desire for us. And really, the rest of scripture, this is called marriage. This is called family. You see... It has been the master plan of the enemy of God to change this. And in doing so, different ideologies have swept our societies today. I must clarify here that the idea is not about whose ideologies are right or wrong. For what you know, I am probably mostly wrong most of the time. Who knows? But the idea here is to either accept or reject the Bible account as the word of God. 
there cannot be middle ground. Let us digress into some fundamentals here. There are ten commandments given by God and not man. And in these there are two commandments which are unique in two ways. First, there are only two commandments spoken as a command with no prohibition. The fourth commandment begins with remember. And the fifth commandment with honor. Second, they define a relationship with God and humans by appealing to one's sources of existence. God created humans and granted them the gift of procreation. The fourth commandment is a call to honor God as the creator. And the fifth commandment is an appeal to honor one's parents as procreators. How exciting! Frank and Michael Hazel speak of these ideas. And in doing so, he brings out the following proposal in their book, How to Interpret the Scripture, page 84, they say, Parents are partners with God in populating the planet. As such, their position and role in creation deserves honor from their children. Oh, wow, I never saw it that way. But I can see what it means now. The first marriage ever established was that of a man and a woman. They were made for each other and set the model for all subsequent marriages. The Bible says, A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. God could have chosen various ways to populate the earth, but he chose marriage. Why? Well, I guess this is God's prerogative, not mine. So even my intrapersonal reflections are really a surplus here. The thing here is that the created complementarity of men and women is a biological fact and naturally provides for their union. God's instructions to the first pair farther clarify the purpose of this union. Then God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Page 85 of the mentioned book, we find the following ideas. The foundation of humanity and society on earth is defined in God's creative life-giving work in the beginning. The assurance of humanity's future is based on following his design. The human race is to be perpetuated from each father and mother, also a man and a woman. The gift of God's marriage union is his final act in the physical creation. The institution of the Sabbath in time brings this union into communion with the divine agent of creation, Jesus Christ. As we conclude this episode, let me challenge with the thought expressed by some. The idea that Genesis is merely descriptive and should not be used to prescribe or proscribe modern sexual behavior. It only describes what God did. Well, maybe this is so for some elements of the secular world. Maybe this is for some elements of Christianity or so-called Christianity. But it cannot be so for the Bible-believing Christian. It cannot be so for that one who, like the reformers, follow the principles of sola scriptura. In the works of Frank and Michael Hazel, it is an honor to identify with Christ and joyfully accept human sexuality as ordained in Eden. 
Scripture never wavers from the Genesis blueprint. And this, my Adventist Reflections family, forms part of the basis to understand the Bible and its message. In fact, to understand who God is. Next week, we will discuss matters in relation to the Bible and history. Will you join me? I certainly hope so. But for now, my name is Dr. Danzi, and today I again chose to embrace God's love in the creation account and continue to choose to embrace His purposeful design of the marriage and the family institution as found in the Bible account, in the account of creation by the Creator. How about you? Remember to subscribe to this podcast, like it, share it, hashtag it, comment, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr as Adventist Reflections. God bless you.